When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the Farmer's Dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you. Okay, Ferris, we're about to talk about one of my favorite things. Do you know what it is? Oh, girl. (laughs) I know. It starts with a capital D. That's DoorDash. (laughs) Did you know you can order alcohol on DoorDash? You can? (laughs) Yes. Yes, you can. And I love this about DoorDash, especially if I'm having company like on a Friday night or Thursday night and I'm working all day and I don't have time to run to the store or run to the liquor store. I can just order it on DoorDash. You can dash it. (laughs) I can dash it. Don't have to leave. Can continue working. Continue in the newsroom. Mm -hmm. Never have to leave the newsroom. Basically. Wow. So you can just like get that news out there at the same time as making sure your incoming guests are going to have the libations that they want. Exactly. Which is why I love DoorDash. It makes it so convenient, so seamless, so easy. I've never been let down by a DoorDash delivery. I mean, that's true. Ain't that the (laughs) truth. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails. We love a mocktail. And more can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash and use code DOYOU24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply. Must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. See with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole what story. Did, did you it? hear what Dumois, Dumois said? Who is it? O-M-G. Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time Sunday ago. Sunday means celeb sightings with Dumois. I, just DM Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about I on need Dumois. More. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. 
I'm the voice of Demois. If you've been tuning in, you know by now I'm using a voice distorter. I'll be using this voice from now on. Let me know what you think. And of course, this will not change the fact that I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about the hottest topics, including Real Housewives of New York casting intel, Jen and Brad, Shailene and Aaron, and a Winter House blind, plus a follow-up to the blinds about a fiery redhead and a difficult comedian. We're discussing all of this and more with sensational actress, comedian, and podcaster, Heather McDonald. You may know her from her hit podcast, Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. Heather knows the ins and outs of the entertainment industry like the back of her hand, and I'm so excited to have her on. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to Do You. Today, we are so excited. I am like so excited to have this person on. She is an icon, a legend in the podcast world. I am just a little newbie. I could learn so much from her. Um, the one, the only Heather McDonald, writer, comedian, podcast maven. I didn't even ask how you wanted to be introduced. So I hope that was That's it's all good. Wife, mother, just kidding. Comedian, juicy scoop, whatever. It's all good. Well, we just had a gab session. We just talked a little bit about um, some things that I want to also follow up on with you guys. One of them being, and I filled Heather in on the comedian blind item that we've been talking about for weeks now. Um, This comedian who was behaving badly, I'll say. And Heather, I just want to also, you know, we talked about the blind item and who it was about, but I just want to get your opinion on female comedians in general, because after I posted the blind item that we just talked about, off air, I did get a few other DMs about other female comedians acting badly. And I just, I want it, I want your opinion on why okay. you think that they have a bad reputation. You know what? I have like a different attitude a little bit about it. You know, I mean, I love what you do and I love TikTok, you know, people being like 10 worst celebrities I ever waited on. But then I also want to remind people like, God, you know, Are you always a complete delight out in public? Are you always a complete delight at your workplace? Like, it's hard, you know, it's, you don't know. And you don't know that you're coming on and you're, you you know, going to do your lines or whatever. And you don't know what that person was just dealing with in their trailer right before. It could have been a relative died. It could have been they're like fighting with their spouse. And if they're a little like abrupt with the person You know, they asked for, you know, whatever, a a salad they were really looking forward to. They're having a shitty day and they really wanted their salad this way. And the salad was wrong. Okay. Can they be bummed? You know, no, they can't be bummed because someone's going to write about it or do a podcast about it or do a TikTok about it. And it's like, I joke all the time. I'm like, someone could take a shit in my Chinese chicken salad. I will still tip you 20%. I'm terrified of people saying that I wasn't a complete fabulous person. And I, you know, and I just remember I had somebody come up to me after a show. And then I talked about it, like, on my Patreon, and the person wrote me back and apologized. But she came up to me after my show. So she paid for a meet and greet. 
And she was like, I met you and your husband in Vegas. And it literally was two weeks after my dad died. And she goes, and you were not a delight. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> she like right. tells me the story. And she goes, you were, you were, you know, I, we were talking to Peter and you had to like rush us off so that we could, um, because you were going to miss this dinner or something with Chris Noth, you know, from Sex and the City. <laughs> I was like, and I completely <laughs> remembered it. And I remembered feeling the panic that if we didn't leave at that time, we would not get in the right car to go to the location of where this dinner was, which was being paid by for the people that pay me to make this appearance and do stand up at this thing. So I wanted to go to this after thing. And I might have been a little abrupt, like, hey, nice to meet you, Peter. We got to go, you know. But mm -hmm. it like really bothered me that she had that impression of me for like seven years. So <laughs> I'm a little yeah. whoever the person is, I'm just a little bit like sympathetic because it's just like. I just, you know, like I said, is every nurse like a delight 24-7? Is every teacher a delight 24-7? I don't know, you know? So I'm a little more sympathetic to it because, you know, and I've, I've worked at places and then looked back and been like, wow, this could have been better or I could have been less sensitive about things and had a better time. And it just kind of is what it is. So... Uh, yeah. And I think as a female comedian, we I joke like, you know, you're so afraid to be seen as like a diva or anything. Like there's been times where I've been like literally like, oh, I'm sorry that I asked for water. Like oh, she wants water. All right. We're getting your water. <laughs> I mean, I've come up to where, you know, the marquee, I've sold out four shows. My name is misspelled. Um, no one's meeting me at the green room. And I'm just and I've been like, really? If I was a band, you know, wouldn't you be meeting me to walk me in? Would you, you know, would someone bother to fix my name? It's McDonald, not MacDonald. But like, I don't want to complain because then will they not book me again? And I don't want to look bitchy. And I don't want this person to then go on a show and say that I was being a bitch. And, you know, and now I literally, if I'm ever like not in a great mood, I have said to like the wait or whatever, I've been like, look, I'm sorry. I, you know, these four things happened before I got into this green room. So I'm sorry if I was at all short with you. And I literally say, don't do a TikTok about me. Don't write to <laughs> Demois. Because <laughs> I'm a no, green. I'll... I wasn't a delight when I walked in. But I'm going to have a Diet Coke. I'm going to get my shit together. And I'm going to do a great show. And I'm going to tip you. And like just so I'm a little paranoid about it all, as you can tell. Well, no, I appreciate your perspective because we, yeah. I always hear the one side, which is yeah. the other side. I never hear the celebrity side of it. And so that's why I wanted to get your perspective on it. So you're, you know, you're saying, which is totally relatable to anyone in any job is it could be situational. It yeah. could be a one-off and, you know, to not make a generalized judgment on somebody's character based on, you know, one or two interactions with them now the blind i will say the blind that i posted mm -hmm. it was about a comedian a female comedian and this person was working with them for however long that person the comedian was filming so i think it was more of an ongoing thing yeah if it's ongoing or if like you know all the stuff that came out about ellen whether you believe that was coming from ellen or coming from just the tier of people behind her i believe everything comes from the top 
and it's a behavioral thing, just like a family, you know, like that old thing, like the, the boss yelled at the dad, the dad yelled at the wife. I mean, this is very 1950s or whatever, but like the wife screams at the kid, the kid kicks the dog. Like it's all like, so, you know, I do believe that if, if there's a toxic work environment, it's usually coming from the top, you know, and it takes someone to disrupt that or even for maybe you know, the top person to realize it, they may not realize it. You get into a groove of being on a show for several years. So if it's something where it's been several years happening or so many people, you know, saying the same thing about one particular person, then yeah, that's the, they're the common denominator. But like these little like one-offs at a restaurant here or there. Now, if there's 12 people saying they're always off, awful at a restaurant and they never tip, then I believe it. But yeah, and I still believe that person had an awful experience. But, you know, you don't want to completely like be like that person. I hate them forever. I'll never, you know, I'll never enjoy them again. But who knows? The whole series, that's that doesn't, you know, I'd like to know more. <laughs> well, um, I appreciate you sharing your perspective and I apologize, but the first question I wanted to lead yes. off with was how are you feeling? Because, oh, you're so sweet. Um, because it, I know you had a little fainting spell or I don't know if it was little. I hope it was well, um, you know, one of your shows. I fainted on stage. I've never fainted before. And, you know, if that had happened and I wasn't on stage, I would have maybe, you know, grabbed someone or sat on a chair. It would have passed probably. And I might have been, I might have not even told anybody. I don't know. But because I had no place to go on stage, I fell on the back of my head. And so I had all the tests. They don't know what caused it. Um, I, I'm pretty much 95% recovered. I mean, there's, you know, but um, I'm really recovering from hitting my head so hard. So... Uh, yeah, it's, it was beyond crazy. Like one of those things where like, I couldn't believe it was happening. Like I was pinching myself, like, am I in a weird dream? And then, you know, and now I, it's just kind of a weird, funny thing, you know, that happened that I, um, you know, people, the super Christians were thought I deserved it because I spoke about Jesus and in, in what they considered an irreverent manner, never joke about Jesus. And I'm like, well, I think Jesus has a great sense of humor. Other people think it's because I talked about all my vaccines, which I was bragging about because I was like, you know, I got a lot of criticism for enjoying myself throughout COVID from day one until it was over with. Like I I wore the mask and stuff, but I went out. I did shows. And then I was like, look, everybody, my whole card is full. So can you stop your bitching? And then I and then I collapsed. And so then the anti-vaxxers are like, she fainted because she was vaxxed, you know, or I got the booster or whatever. All I know is that like I'm okay. And, you know, I I can't I can't believe that it happened on stage, but I think I'll be fine. Well, I'm happy to hear you're okay. Um, I can't believe that people have the nerve to say that you deserved it because of those things. People are crazy. Yeah. People are fucking crazy. But I mean, um, every, they, most 90% of the people or 95 that reached out. I mean, every, mo so many people reached out and were really sweet about it and were like honestly really concerned. And Yeah, I saw the headline and I, I read the article. I think it was on page six. And I was like, oh my gosh, it sounded so serious. And um, I thought to myself i hope she's okay so i'm i'm happy to hear that you're 
almost at 100 percent um that's what's most important um okay let us get in to the topics Mm. of the week the first thing i just want to follow up with is a blind that caused a frenzy it was about a fiery actress who was supposedly leaving her foreign-born husband for her co-star now it hasn't been confirmed you guys and i just want you guys to know that i took your most popular guess which i will say was jessica chastain it was just a guess. It wasn't a confirmation. I took your most popular guess to the person who told me this information and they ghosted me. They did not respond. They saw my message and didn't respond. But someone who knew about the blind messaged me and they said, I thought I I'd share. I found it interesting. A certain fiery actress's foreign born husband was coming as her guest to the SAG Awards and dropped out a few days before. And she ended up bringing somebody else. I don't know. What do you think, Heather? You think it's all a coincidence? Wait. So basically, the the rumor is she's getting divorced and we don't know why this person this actress this fiery actress that's how they described her um was breaking up with her foreign-born husband for her co-star that was the oh, rumor. for her co-star and so then if it okay if it was jessica chastain who's her co-star people were thinking maybe um oscar isaac or michael shannon and I how, don't, long, I have, how long has she and her husband been together um, that's a good question. I'm not really sure. And, you know, for all I know, they could have the best marriage on the planet and this could all be bullshit. Let me let me see. Well, I mean, sure, anything could be bullshit. But, you know, people do fall in love with their co-stars and they have right. been for the beginning of time. And, you know, there and some people there is also like rumors of where there's stars that have been married for a really long time to their spouse, but that they would have affairs with whoever their co-star was, but it would end the day that they Mm. finished shooting. And it's like, and a lot of people, it's not like their spouse, I don't know if their spouse knows or not, but it's kind of like a don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. And if we're going to be in, if we're going to be playing lovers in this movie for a six week shoot, if we also you know, fuck on our off time and, you know, add that much more to the chemistry. Like that's the fun of being, you know, an actress, I guess. So like, I definitely think, I mean, it's like the oldest story. I mean, it's very probable that this stuff can happen. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure. Weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on, trying the latest fad, it not working, exactly. feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for 
sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. (laughs) Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe body program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to yeah leave home or people that work yeah having to get that appointment how convenient average weight loss is 15 to 20 percent in one year like i said with healthy lifestyle changes it's important to note that you do have to pair both um bmi and other eligibility criteria apply go to row.co slash do Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. Would you say that scenario that you just described in your experience as an actress Besides your opinion, would you say you witnessed it happening several times? Unfortunately, I've, as a comedian, there really hasn't been that many opportunities like that. Like I, I mm-hmm. used to be like, oh my God, I would love to be cast where I could just like make out with someone else, like legally, like just because I've been with my husband so long. But who, um, who, who, who would you want to make out with legally? Ben Affleck. No, Heather. But but Ben Affleck from the town, not today. Okay, okay, valid. Oh my god, that's so. Oh my god, we're automatic best friends. That's my favorite movie. I think he's so ever. fucking hot in that movie. Oh my god. Okay, I mean, that. Okay, I get it now. Yes. Yes. Like the criminal, but a great boyfriend. Just so. Hot. <laughs> yes, it's so um, hot. Not anymore. Not with the tattoo, and not with his like alcoholism, and no. But back then, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I just think it can happen very easily, especially if everything's not great at home. I mean, and you you really are, you know, on the set for so long and you're wrapped up in this little world, this little like private family. And even even people who have children and stuff, they they really are not seeing them that much. So it's almost like, what is this? I, this is like an escape from life and it's escape from your marriage. So I definitely think. Um, I definitely think it can really happen. You know, it's it's the perfect scenario to have an affair. Yeah. Well, all I know is I don't know if it's confirmed. I just want to reiterate that. All I know is that her husband was supposed to attend the SAG Awards with her and he backed out um, at the last minute. And actually, part of the blind did say, um, keep your eye on who she's on the red carpet with. That was part of the blind. So... Mm. And what you know. was she even like nominated for? Like, I have no interest in the SAG awards or the Oscars or any of that shit anymore. Just seems like, does anyone even care? I don't care, but <laughs> some people still do. But I think okay. she was nominated for Tammy Faye Baker. Oh, I liked that. I saw that. I liked it. Okay. Um. So my next update, this is a quick one. Zach Baia and Olivia Rodrigo. Zach, is he a musician too? A singer too? No, he's not a musician. He's like an L.A. kid. Like, I think his dad is in the business. He went to school with the 
Kardashian, the Jenners, sorry, the younger Kardashians. He went oh, to he went school to with see, them. He went to Sierra Canyon. So he's just a rich kid from L.A. Yeah, I was trying to describe him like a little bit more interesting than that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I think he's a club promoter now. So he okay. has a job. Yeah. Got um, it. So just to let everyone know, I went um, because this is a hot topic because uh, Zach was hanging out with Madeline Klein, who is on the Outer Banks. So Madeline was dating her co-star Chase. They broke up. She was then dating Zach. Since then, she's now back to filming season three of Outer Banks in Barbados. So she's back with her ex-boyfriend and Zach is just left in LA. So he's been hanging out with Olivia Rodrigo. I asked my very reliable source if they're hooking up and the reliable source simply said, yes, that's all that needed to be said because I trust their answer explicitly. So for everyone wondering and giving me shit about them not dating, dating, they are in fact hooking up, hanging out, dating, however you want to categorize it the next follow-up I just want to touch on because pictures of them were just released today by TMZ is Shailene and Aaron Rodgers have you been following this roller coaster right so they broke up in the you know well we miss each you know we're so happy that we had this relationship and then there was rumors that they were seeing each other again right yeah so they broke up but they didn't announce they broke up oh they, but he was telling everyone that they were done. Like he'd be at like a golf tournament and my followers would like run into him. And I guess he's like pretty approachable. And yeah, he would say he was single. So since then, they have been seen together. And I just want to let everyone know that it still stands. What I said, I think a couple episodes ago is that he's all for getting back together. And she's just a little bit trepidatious about going full back into their engagement so because they they have been together all weekend they were at a wedding in Santa Barbara for one of his teammates I mean I don't think that Shailene and Aaron will make it down the aisle personally I don't care how many times they break up and get back together that's just my prediction because they were engaged so when people saw them hanging out this weekend she's not wearing the ring that's a great question and I do have a picture of them um eating breakfast And I didn't. That's a great question. I don't think I could see her hands in the picture. I'll have to zoom in um, when I post it. But that's a great question. Is she still wearing the ring or even in the TMZ pictures? Let's we could if we could see. That's a great question. But also, if the, if there is somewhere in your relationship where you like don't want people to know that you're seeing each other, you why are you going out and eating at a restaurant? Like you want to be seen. Like I just. You know, I just saw something like, oh, you know, Kim and Pete were at the Four Seasons, you know, or not Four Seasons, Beverly Hills Hotel, having right. lunch with a group of people. I'm like, come on. Like, you could have a chef come to your house. Mm-hmm. You could, you know, be at, have have a bunch of people and cater a meal at a penthouse in a hotel. Like, you're going to the Beverly Hills Hotel where, like, Every 13-year-old wants to go and, and experience, you know, take Instagram photos. Like, really? That's where you're going to eat. 
Like, these people want the story to continue. They want the press. Mm -hmm. Preach, because you're answering the question that I get also all the time is, how do certain celebrities not get seen? And I say all the time because they know where to go to not get seen. Like, the celebrities that want to get seen, they know where to go to be seen. If you don't want to be seen, you don't go to the Beverly Hills Hotel. You go to the Bel Air Hotel. Um, You know... To have like a like a intimate pretty thing, you still might be seen, but you won't. It won't be the people that see you are not going to you know sneak pictures of you and write about it, and you know, and people that act like I'm not for publicity, hypocrite. They're the most thirsty, <laughs> fake people. The ones that would like rip on. I used to like, oh, you're so you're a fame whore about me. And then I would that same person would be making sure that page six knew that they gave this to the staff and tip the people. And, you know, and I'm just like, oh, really? Like, OK. And I'm the one. All right. Like, just know that. Wait, the people, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Who would call you a fame whore? Like other celebrities would like no, talk shit just behind your like back? Like just just like kind of in front of my face. It's because I was like into housewives and stuff before anyone was that I would like be friends with them. And I'm like, I'm friends with like D-list people that like, you know, that I met that are just like, it's hard. I'm, I never strive to be friends with like A-listers. That was never a goal, but I'm saying there's people I know that that is like a real goal. Like that is a real thing. And as they do it, it, you know, they see how it works. And by dating someone, you get, talked about a lot you know and it, it's a, just like I said it's just like falling in love with a co-star you know back in the olden days they would put people together studio people would put people together to be seen I mean it's like the oldest PR trick in the book because people then talk about it and once they actually get married then nobody cares anymore like nobody care. like like I thought like I thought there was a rumor that somehow they were like, oh, did um, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly actually get married? I'm like, first of all, people are over them. That's no one cares anymore. And if they do get married, nobody's then everyone really stops caring. Like it's all this leading up to it and leading up to like engagement and this and that. Once they get married, it's like, oh, now you're just like any other old married couple. No one cares. Just because someone acts like they're like an edgy comedian that doesn't care about A-list shit, mm -hmm. they do. I mean, it's always these guys that act like they don't care about fame and stuff. And then you look at who they're dating and you're like, really? OK. It's not it's not the cute girl that, you know, cuts your hair. <laughs> it's <laughs> that you probably have more in common with that you probably would actually really jive with that like has tattoos and is like edgy. It's these right. people. Now they just know Pete Davidson. He's the funny guy that Kim Kardashian is dating. Right. But I mean, did you know that there's like this very, very passionate group of young ladies who are obsessed with the comedians on Saturday Night Live. Like, they are obsessed with Pete, obsessed with Colin Jost, obsessed with John Mulaney. Like, I didn't know this before I started the account. I didn't realize that those guys were considered such heartthrobs, like, with women in their 20s, but they are. I can totally so, see why, because they're, like, I they're guess. cute and they're funny. And it kind of is like when... Like when I was a young girl, there'd be like these boy bands, right? And everybody would want like the hottest one. And then you'd be like, you know what? 
I'm really going to, I'm going to like this one that's like a third tier one. As if that, like, because you, in your head would go, because I think like that actually might work out. Like, I'm not going to go for the hottest one. I'm going to go for like this one that's like a little, like one beat off. And, and I think that's the, it, it is the same thing with like going after these comedians. Like, I'm not dying over whatever, the hottest movie star, A-list movie star, like every other like basic chick. I'm going for this you know, quirky comedian that is really successful, but he's not, you know, a hundred million dollar person. And I could see myself ha hanging out with him because he looks like a guy I would hang out with, but he happens to be a comedian. So I think that's what it's about. I think it's, they, they're a celebrity that in the girl's mind is somewhat attainable Yes, I never thought of it that way. They're attainable, they're relatable. Meanwhile, like, sorry, ladies, but they're going for like the Ariana Grandes and the Scarlett Johansons. And, you know, like, they, they're not yeah. really attainable or relatable. They're like the complete opposite. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Well, you know, listen, TBD, I don't know the, I don't know the shelf life on Kim and Pete, but I'm predicting that it's at least May or June. That is what I had already predicted. I said May. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm predicting May or June. She'll have a hot girl summer. And because, yeah, like, like if they're really together, then they could actually spend the summer together. Her kids will be out of school. He won't have SNL. That's when they're either they're going to have. That's when I'll believe it's a real relationship. But I won't, you know, if they spend the summer together, then I'll believe it's a real, real relationship. If they break up before then, I'm going to I'm going to say mm, I'll never know for sure. You know, right. We'll never know for sure because neither of them are ever going to confirm. You know, that's right. that's the thing with that's the thing with these type of mysteries like the the audience wants confirmation. And I say this all the time on things that they're never going to get confirmation on ever. And right. they always ask me like questions like, is this true? Yes or no. And it's never it's not that easy. It's not that it's not that black and white. It's like so much more complicated. It's everything that you've actually been talking about this whole entire podcast. PR relationships, onset relationships. Like it's not just one answer or the other. There's so right. many factors I feel like that go into these types of relationships. That being said, I received 
the blind item a couple days before I posted it, which I think confused everyone. And I'm going to explain why. So the blind item says major ski house drama. It seems that a notorious fuckboy that got away with his behavior for two seasons may have gone too far. He has been sent home from a ski house and sexual harassment is the reason. Um, Okay, first of all, this, I believe it's about Luke. I don't know if you know all the cast members of Winter House, but Luke is actually on Summer House. Um, And I believe that somebody from the cast, somebody else from the cast sent in this blind item to out whatever happened with Luke. Now, as I said, I, re- I posted it a few days after it was sent to me. So I think what happened was, I don't think he was asked to leave. I think that there was a fight and he got pissed and he left and then came back. So, because now he's showing up, you know, the whole cast is showing up in Instagram stories and in pictures and everyone's DMing me like, who could this be? They're all there. So I just want to say that I think that he left because he got pissed that there was a fight and then he came back and now they're filming. Well, I mean, the sexual harassment thing, I mean, Summer House and Winter House is basically like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they all took, you know, STD tests and everything before because it's like we're putting you in a house, especially when it was like the COVID time where like no one could even come and hang out with them. But I mean, the whole point is for them to like hook up, right? I mean, isn't that what it is? And so it's like, how could there be sexual harassment? Like, aren't aren't I aren't I on this show to like flirt with people and exactly. try to make out with them in a jacuzzi? I'm not saying anyone deserves unwanted advancements, but like nothing that you don't want. But if someone like leans over and tries to kiss you while you're in your jacuzzi, I hope you wouldn't say what, you know, and file a sexual harassment suit when you're on a reality show about hooking up. Like, you know what I mean? Unless unless you make those advances towards somebody that already has a boyfriend on the show. Let's just say that. But isn't that also supposed to happen? <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's I like mean, isn't the that uns- also, That's like what I feel I've also <laughs> seen. Like, oh, my God, she likes two of them. And then the girl's talking to the other girl. Like, I don't know who I'm going to choose. And I'm always guess, like, yeah. what is it like for the parents of these girls? In like, I like when you when literally like on below deck, you see them like in basically the movement of like a, inserting a dick inside a vagina, like those videos, like where they're like literally having sex in bunk beds. Same thing with summer and winter house, like these cameras, like in your bedroom, like you, ba- I'm like, people thought like sex tapes were bad that people put out there. You're going on a reality show for next to nothing and basically letting the world see you see what positions you like in the bedroom. Like, on Bravo, not you're not even getting like real porn money. Right. Like, does no one care? Right. Like, like, how is it? Like, you just t- I guess those kids just tell their parents just don't watch or. Yeah, it's like the they you know it's almost like <laughs> selling selling your soul you know for some fame some mediocre fame and and, and a paycheck 
you know, what do they give a shit? I just feel like all these reality shows are getting so naked sexual. Like even the Real Housewives of Salt Lake, they had Whitney with just two little flower stickies on her nips, full nakedness in just a G-string and having her husband like slap her ass and them in like sexual positions. And I'm like, this is a housewife show. Like, I'm not I'm not like a prude. I'm just like, I can't believe these people are doing it for free. Like be a Larsa Pippen and fucking make the money on OnlyFans. What are you thinking? What about the New York Housewives episode where they all took their tops off and had pasties and were running around Ramona's Hamptons house? I mean, if that wasn't, I mean, Ramona got up from the Real Housewives reunion and left because she was so disgusted that Alex McCord, now I'm going back, Alex McCord did some nude photos for some magazine and- I know now it's because she was pissed because the, I believe the private Catholic school that Avery was at somehow did not want her being at the school anymore, um, like a morality clause. And so she was blaming because instead of just saying it's because you're on the housewives, I think she, Ramona was like, it's all because of this like nude photo that Alex McCord did, like no one cared or saw. And, and now shoot to 12 years later, She's the first to like take off her top and run around with just like the boobs. And yeah, I mean, I think that is what are we going to do to stay on this show? We need to oh, 100%. be naked. We need to jump in the pool naked. Aren't we crazy? Let's do shots. Um, Because, you know, they kind of want to stay friends with each other. So they're like. Well, if we don't want to fight and say horrible things about each other, we need to like bump nipples and get (laughs) wasted. Wait, now, what have you heard about New York City casting? I wanted to ask you, what have you heard? Who's coming back? I've heard they're interviewing a lot of people. And there is there is nobody that has been told that they are they are for sure coming back. The show will come back, but they are trying to figure it out. And based on the newbies that they choose, will they will then decide who of the old caskets to stay. Oh, so they're doing it like reverse. They're picking the newbies, then filling it in with the OGs. Yes, that's what I think, oh. because it hasn't worked the other way. So that's I think they're like, can we find like... Honestly, can we find like three or four really dynamic, interesting women that might be friends with each other and then go, okay, who would these, this is, and I think it's kind of a smarter way to go because it really didn't work the other way. Throwing in the ebony that, you know, didn't get along with anybody and the, um, what was the other girl's name? Leah. Leah. Like, I don't know what will happen then with the two. I mean, I would be shocked if either one of them come back, but maybe they will. If if for some reason there's a connection there, I just think they're really trying to like form some type of bigger connection where these women actually really either really have a history or really naturally would click. But I don't know. They don't ever like they don't ever like do like a test run with them, you know? They just kind of throw them in and say, okay, you're, they're filming today. See if you can make your mark, which is kind of hard. Like what woman can walk in and like, you know, really knock it out of the park on the first lunch, you know? I mean, they're nervous. They're not actors. Like it's weird. So I think it's best to do it that way. 
Have you heard any names that have been throwing around for newbies? Um, just I don't know the people, but just types of people. But, you know, some of them, I think, are are actually um, know some of the OGs, but they're just like too classy and normal. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like if you want someone that's really fabulous and really has money and is real New York, they are not going to be running around bumping tits and getting drunk. And throwing glasses at people. Exactly. So I agree it's like, with that. it's hard to find. I don't know what they're going to do. I love New York. I would be really sad if any, you know, I, I want Luann and Sonia and Ramona to stay. But what do you think? I heard that Kelly Bensimone was on the table to come back and Jill. Um, Kelly mm-hmm. was confirmed by a couple people that she was actually in talks to come back and Jill I'm not sure how viable that rumor was well I think that would be fun if they brought back some OGs and some older ones that could actually you know have a history and a rapport with the with the ones that are so loved I think that would be a smart way to go if they can't find like anybody new and fabulous I would go back to what Cause it's like people can say they hate Kelly Bessemer or whatever, but I I'd be down to see what she's up to oh, and if she still is one hundred percent, yeah, one hundred and fifty percent. And I and I love Jill and Jill's like funny and she you know is got an interesting, exciting life and stuff. So who knows? I know that Jill is in. Um, I'm seeing Jill actually tomorrow. She's going doing my show tomorrow. She's coming in down to L.A. But she she's in the Dorinda girls ultimate girls oh, trip. oh i heard that is wild i heard it is debaucherous and wild did you hear the same i i've i heard that there's some yeah i heard there's some behavior that will be like beyond forgivable is all i'm gonna yes. say i heard i heard the same thing yep but i don't know when that's uh, coming out so I, I think it's like not coming out anytime soon still i don't know why they're what they're waiting for we need it we yeah. need it to be released because the one the one that they just did the ultimate girls trip was so good yeah i liked it i like i like i like that i think they should do a few of those a year here on do you we do not like misleading info That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Now, were you ever asked to be a housewife? 
never, ever, ever. And I certainly don't think I would ever now. Just being that I'm just way too inside baseball, way too aware of everything. Um, I would be down for doing some show like that in the future if it, you know, if it made sense. And, you know, like I'd like to go on trips and talk to women and stuff. (laughs) But I am very aware of like how it is just destroys marriages and families and Mm -hmm. Very, I feel very, I feel a lot for the kids in all of it. And I think sometimes it can be great for the kids. You know, they have careers after, they have followers. But for some kids, it can be really, really hard and hard for the dynamic and all that. And so now that my kids are older, I it wouldn't be such a big deal. But like, I'm glad there's not like video of my my kid not behaving perfectly when he was 10. Yeah. You know, in a marathon three times a year, you know, like <laughs> I'm glad like I that's like so embarrassing. Think about that. Like, think about like no, a, yeah. just you at like your ugliest at 10 being an awful brat to your mother and oh, God. that made into like a fucking meme. And now you're like 22. Like that is yeah. awful. That's traumatizing. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Unless you're Gia, unless you're Gia and you could capitalize off of it, then I feel like everyone else. How do you feel else... about Gia with her nails being like the next housewife and like getting into it and fighting? I don't know. I don't really like it. I'll be honest. I think, I mean, I think that her, her mother, I think Teresa is a lot smarter than people give her credit for. And I think that's exactly what she's trying to set herself up for. Gia. I think she's oh, just I, like I her think, mom. Yeah. I think Gia is getting a paycheck already. Oh, yeah. Do the kids get paid or do you have to be like 18 or over? They can get paid. They can negotiate their own deal. If 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 they are bringing enough to it, then they can. I know Brianna was getting paid a lot. Vicky, um, Vicky's daughter. Right. And and then other ones tried to get money. And then some they, they would be like, my son does not want to do it, but he's got this like wicked thing going on. All right. He'll if you pay him this for the day, then he'll show up. Like, I mean, you can negotiate these things, but normally, no, only the wife gets the money and everybody else just has to be there, you know, as her family and they don't get paid. Yeah. So I agree with you that, yeah, she's trying to position herself. Somebody once said to me, I was like talking about an event or something to do with my account. And they were like, Teresa Guidice will not do anything without getting paid for it. So and she's smart because, I mean, who knows what happened if they were like, you know, getting ready to film and they're like, wait a minute, you guys wait. The girls haven't talked to Uncle Joe in this whole time. How do they feel about it? And then Teresa being like, well, you should ask G yourself, you know, and and you're going to pay Gia. She's 21 years old. Like she can have a drink with us. She can talk. And she's yeah, she's looking at the Kardashians. She's looking at, you know, Lisa Rinna's daughters and, you know. She's looking at, um, you know, Brielle and the Kim Zoliak. You might as well. Like, yeah, don't there. You've already sold your soul to the devil. So you might as well get as much out of it as you can. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so I think that they're a lot smarter because I think, you know, she kind of plays like ditzy and airheaded, but I think she's fucking smart. Yeah. So, I yeah, I could see her definitely being part of the cast um so just to wrap up the winter house blind mm-hmm. you guys um everyone's back at the house now we will see if this incident 
makes it into the show. You guys will have to watch the show to see if this incident is included. But this is all the information I have is that there was an incident. I don't think it was sexual harassment. I think it's exactly what you explained how they're like somebody leaned over to somebody in the hot tub and, you know, maybe rubbed them the wrong way. I don't think there was any like huge sexual harassment scandal. Um, I do think that this blind item item was sent from another cast member because they're filming right now. So who the hell else would know what is going on? A producer is not going to send this. Do you know what I'm saying? They're not going to leak that. Um, And just another tidbit I got about Winterhouse, because I know you guys are really into that show. Um, The newbie, there's a newbie named Jessica Stalker from LA. She has a virtual real estate company and a metaverse news show on Snapchat. And she's coming in as a friend of Jason. So there will be a cast member named Jessica. Um... Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about is this very interesting message I received, and I'm just going to read it, and then we could talk about it. Um, It says, Brad and Jen are back together. And I said to the person, is that why he went to Paris? And the person responded, have been since before her birthday, shacked up in Paris while she shoots Murder Mystery 2. And I asked how they know. They told me I obviously can't reveal my sources. But I mean, I don't want to get everyone excited, but I believe it. I believe that they are. And by the way, we're talking about Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. For those of you who didn't catch on. um, I mean, I hunt. I. Yes, I definitely believe that this could happen. And um and it would be fabulous and it would be beautiful and I think second time around whatever issues they had before in which there was enough crack for uh Angelina Jolie to squeeze in there and I do remember this story I heard, okay, that when she um, I knew a facialist that did facials on Jen Aniston's best friend. And that person told the facialist, she goes, I have one word to describe Angeline Jolie, because I always remember this gave me chills, predator. And so, I mean, I remember when they got together, I remember everything about it, that Jennifer Aniston saw Angelina Jolie at something and was like, my husband is so excited to work with you on Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like she was super confident. She wasn't like a jealous girl at all. And it, I mean, literally, like I said, they fucking fell fell in love on set. She is sexy. She's a super sexual person. You know, she was bisexual for a long time. She's had girlfriends. And I think sometimes some people are just more sexual than others. And they're just better at sex than others. And they just fucking know how to like, they just have a Venus flytrap vagina that just can like get a hold of a dude. And you're like, how the hell? And I think he was just sucked in. And then I think she became that woman that was like, you cannot go back to your wife. Like, and they're just like, oh, and they're like stuck between two women And then, of course, he and Jennifer broke up and he lived this life. And now he, you know, now it's completely over, obviously. And she's had her other loves. And I think she was like, 
no, no, no about Brad for, you know, for a while and kind of laughing about it. But let me also tell you, I don't care who you are, when you're 52 and you're Jen Aniston, there is not a lot of people to choose from, especially remotely around your level, okay, that's available that you want to fuck. So if Brad Pitt remotely, like if some there was some opportunity for them to get together, they have sexual chemistry, they both look great. Um, yes, I believe it for all those reasons. And I hope they end up together when they're 90 and die together. <laughs> like in the Titanic, that old couple. <laughs> That's what I want. Because I, I do remember she was like, I do remember she was like, you know, he thinks he knows everything. Like there was a couple comments where she was like, you know, I, I'm ready to get, I'm ready to not have uncomfortable chairs. Like I think their first time around in the wedding, in the marriage, she kind of let him lead things as far as like he thought he was like an interior designer. He thought he could. I remember he like designed her diamond ring or something. And I remember I was like, this is not a pretty design. Like you're not a jewelry designer. You're not an architect, Brad Pitt. <laughs> You know, and so I think, you know, now you I don't think and then he gets with her, with Angelina Jolie and I don't think he was like as into like UNICEF or whatever. And I think, you know, meanwhile, Jen Aniston is like, really, you could have hung out with me and smoked weed in Bel Air and just like had a really yes. great dry margarita. And now I think he's like, let's just like have our fun life with our dogs, do the movies we want to do, hang out with our friends. Oh, my God. I really hope this is true. <laughs> I'm going to say that I, I definitely think that they have hooked up and and maybe hook up on and off. Do I think that we'll get a red carpet return? No, I don't think we'll get a red carpet return of Jen and Brad. Like remember when they would show up and they would be like coordinating like, she, like her dress. It, it was so good. It was such a moment. It was so good. I don't think we'll get that, but I do think a hundred percent, like I believe this source. I asked another one of my tier one reliable sources their thoughts and they 100 percent have heard this has been going on as well well i have one more i have one more question that we need to find out we probably can't find out right away but maybe if your producer's on the line is brad pitt's mother still alive because if she is or if she's like obviously she'd be pretty old at this point but she always really liked jen and she apparently, allegedly, did not enjoy Angelina. So could it be like my mom's... So before my mom passes, like, what a joy to know that, like, I'm back with the daughter-in-law that she loved. You think he's that much of a mama's boy? No, but I'm just saying... I'm not saying that's why he's doing it. I'm just saying it's like icing on the cake. That, yeah. That his mom... And he is kind of a mama's boy. He's from the Midwest. Like, he came from a very normal yeah. family. And I'm just saying there just could be that little bit of just like, you know, you're back with the the good girl, you know? You know, every time I post about them hooking up or potentially being back together in a hookup or some sort of, you know, hangout scenario, there are a group of people that get very upset that say she would never do it. After what he did to her, she would never do it. And to them, I want to say, like, people grow and people change. And, you know, I think healing is healthy. And I think that she's the type of person that 100% would recognize that. 
And if she really loves him, get back. At first, when it started, I'm like, she's not going to take him back with his six kids. But the truth is, I don't think he is. He spends that much time with the kids. You know, like the older ones don't want to see him. The other ones he's fighting tooth and nail to see. I don't, it's not like he's, you know, uh, an accountant who comes home to a family of six kids every day. And now she's the stepmom that's moved in and making meatballs. Like, I think he's pretty, you know, I think whatever rendezvous they have together are just the two of them. And I don't think they're thinking of anything like eventually we'll move in together. Like if they were to move in together or anything like that, I don't think that would happen for like years. Like, like till everybody's basically grown and gone and like living their like, in you know, their kids are all in college or something like, okay, then maybe we will live in the same place. Or sometimes people are so rich. They're like, why would we ever live in the same place? Like, I'll just see you right. three nights a week. Like, I don't, you know, I, I mean, I know yeah. people that like never even spend the night in each other's houses, like that have been together for like 10 years, like bone and then goodbye. Like, I want my own bed. See ya. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, who knows? Like, I, oh, this is exciting, though. <laughs> well, let's, you know, I will keep following this story. Like I said, I don't think unless unless there's like a some sneaky paparazzi picture of them leaving somewhere together. I don't think, you know, there's obviously not going to be any confirmation of this, guys. So don't I, p there are people that, you know, this news will make their year. So I don't want to let anyone down. But um, I think both you and I can agree. We believe it could be true. Totally. Okay. Well, that's all I have for this episode. Heather, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you giving your time to my little podcast. Yes. Congrats. And everyone can follow me um, as Heather McDonald on Instagram, TikTok, all that. The show is Juicy Scoop. It's every Tuesday and Thursday. And I'm doing live shows as well in uh, Brea, California and um, Tempe coming up. So that's at heathermcdonald.net. And I'm doing a live Juicy Scoop on March 27th in Brea. And there's very few tickets left for that where I have all the funny comedians come on and it'll be really good as well. And so. can they get tickets? Is all that like linked in your... Yeah, everything's at heathermcdonald.net, which is in my Instagram bio too. Okay. Are you going to ever plan on coming to the East Coast? I just, I, just, I was just there. I did like a big fall tour and we're putting together some probably some fall dates as well um, that would include the East Coast, but probably not again until the fall. OK, cool. But I'll let you know well, if I am there. Yeah. We'll hang out. OK, I love that. Well, thank you so much again. And thank you guys for listening. Um, I'll see you soon. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to Do You. New episodes will air every Thursday. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at DeMois.